The Buffalo Bills fall in their final preseason game to the Carolina Panthers. And now both teams are setting up for the NFL season. We will get to all of that. But we also have, as the NHL season gets closer, we got to talk some more hockey. And we... And with the preseason on the horizon as we start the week of, as we start the month of September, we are also looking at the final weeks of the season for the Blue Jays. I'm breaking it down with Allie and Thomas today on Sports for Beginners. Good afternoon or good day or good morning, wherever you are listening to this podcast. It is the Sports for Beginners podcast. We drop an episode into your favorite podcatcher every day. Now going to be after they are recorded or on the day they are recorded, whenever that happens. Today is a great show. I'm joined right now by the host of the All Over the Map podcast, Ali Musa. And we are going to get started. As we await our second co-host, the host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, Thomas McGregor, we are going to get started here and talk some Blue Jays baseball. We are going to talk Blue Jays baseball. Yes, that's right. Blue Jays baseball is where we're going to get started. Now, the Blue Jays have ended their homestand against the Angels and the Cubs as we record this podcast today and are getting set up to hit the Steel City and take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. But that's not all. No, no, no. You've got a doubleheader coming up against the Baltimore Orioles after that series with the Pittsburgh Pirates is up and in the books. And then you've got Pittsburgh. Sorry. And then you've got Texas after Baltimore. And where do we go after that? Well, doubleheader alert, doubleheader alert. The Baltimore Orioles are back in, are back in Toronto. But before that, it's the Tampa Bay Rays. In Toronto for not one, not two, not three, but five games. Yes, you heard me correctly. Five games, including a doubleheader on Tuesday, September the 13th. All right, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. So let's look back at the week that was for the Blue Jays following the crushing weekend loss of a series to Shohei Otani and the Los Angeles Angels and Mike Trout. So, Ali, we talked about this on your podcast uh, on Monday. And also, fans, you can see that on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get podcasts. Um, We're going to get into the contact information a little later in the show. But anyways, uh, we're going to continue here. Talking Blue Jays. So, Ali, tough break for the Blue Jays against the Angels. 
but they come back with a bang and they and they win two games against the Cubs. They don't they 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 don't sweep the Cubs, but we but we all thought they might do it. It just didn't happen as we saw. And um what is, what is your take on the way that this homestand went down besides the fact of what we were talking about on Monday on all over the map uh, with the Jays losing three to the Angels? I want your take first, and then I'll give you my take. And then if Thomas joins us a little later, we will get his take on that before we get into. Uh, the road trip with the day off today. But again, it's a tough break for the Blue Jays against Los Angeles, but they get but they get a couple of good but they get it but they get a couple of W's to end off August. And now we flip the page to the final month before we get to October. We flip the page into September. But again, like I said, what are your thoughts on the two wins against the Cubs, fresh off those losses to the Angels, and then they lose the the last one to the Cubs? I know you mentioned it in a podcast episode we did before. You think the Pirates should be a series that the Jays win, but let's just focus on the Cubs right now. Well, I'll be honest. I feel that that the two wins against the Cubs was a bit of a a relief, I should say. I can say, but they didn't win yet. They didn't win last night. So I think what this is saying is that the team is 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 very streaky at this point. All right. Um, yes, I would agree with that statement there. Now, Teoscar Hernandez goes deep. Kevin Biggio goes deep uh, in the game yesterday. So Kevin Biggio goes deep, just to make sure I get this all right. Um, Kevin Biggio goes deep in the game last night. And... Of course, Alejandro Kirk went deep uh, in his action yesterday. But the Jays are unable to sweep the Cubs. And yes, it was a little bit of a home run finesse in this series. It's good that the Jays lost this one, lost this one, like it's it's never good when you lose uh a game especially to the cubs but look at the bright side they lost they lost this one but they won the last, but they won the other two on monday and tuesday night but going back to that tuesday night yes the jays won the game but how about this i mean i was at the game on tuesday night i was at the game yesterday and I was at the game 
on Monday. But how about this? They they don't close the roof and it's raining at the ballpark. What's your take on that? Despite the fact that the rain did back off for the remainder of the game when the Stroh show was in town on the Tuesday night at Looney Dogs night. I feel what they wanted to do was just see if the rain held what well, well, um held back. I think just they wanted to see if the rain held back there. Yeah, that yeah that seemed like it was going to happen. Now Monday. Now let's get into the road trip as we're talking here, just to end off this part one segment of our Blue Jays talk, because we'll get Thomas's take on this when he joins us we'll move on to the seg to our buffalo bill segment and our hockey segment and then we'll come back to the jays segment in a little bit with the second part uh when thomas joins us let's get into the road trip ahead so you've got three in pittsburgh starting on friday night tomorrow night on september 2nd then you've got Oh my, I mean, I cover the Jays on Instagram and you can, and you can follow along if you're on Instagram, just a chance here to get a contact information out here at my Instagram, which is SMC underscore 87 underscore. Um, that also goes on to my Facebook page and my friends ha- know my Facebook page as well as they know my Instagram page and my Twitter page. Um, but, oh my, it's a doubleheader on Labor Day weekend on the Monday as it's a makeup of uh, the game back at, back when the Jays played four games in, yes, four games in, in uh, Baltimore a while back in the season. And um that was that was a that was a while back. Or that was a that was in that was in the area. Or sorry, that was a that was part of that three game set of the that was part of that three-game set that they had at Camden Yards. So that is now going to be a four-game set, or five, yeah, four-game set, excuse me, of the Orioles. But first, they are in Pittsburgh. And yes, <clears throat> this will be interesting, playing in the Steel City. If you also, just a reminder, you can catch all these games on Sportsnet if you're in Canada. If you're in the States, Sunday's game will be on Peacock. But if you're in Canada, it is available on Sportsnet and, of course, the Sportsnet 590 The Fan Radio Network. Then you've got Texas. 
Now, we've seen Texas play since the beginning of the season. And this will be a great opportunity before we get some takes in here to look at the wild card. Standings here. So, Texas, as we look at their division, first of all, is 58 and 71 right now. And they are 5 and 5 of their last 10 games. So, what do you make of that? Considering the Jays are 70 and 59 and also 5 and 5 of their last 10 games. And eight games back of the Yankees. But it looks like they're about, uh, actually, maybe they're eight games back of the Tampa Bay Rays of second place. But anyways, they are still in playoff contention. Whereas Texas, well, Texas, I don't know. if I don't think you could consider them maybe a playoff contender or a wild card contender. But we'll see. But again, now where do you like? What do you think of Texas so far this season? Given where they are at right now, well, Texas, Texas is Texas has had an interesting sort of run because they also fired their manager Chris Woodward, and Chris is actually a former Blue Jay, so. I don't think the Texas Rangers, I don't feel they're in playoff contention at all. Especially given what's happened. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. And we talked about Pittsburgh. And they seem to be playing some great baseball going into the series against the Jays. But, they, but they've lost more than they've won. So... Prior to what you said for the Texas Rangers, I don't see Texas Rangers or the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates in in playoff contention right now, given the way that their record has gone. And Pittsburgh actually, when we look at the wild card race in the in the um, in that in the National League, they are not in wildcard contention at all. And their record right now going into the Jays series is 49-81. and 81. And they have lost eight of their last... They have only won two of their last ten and lost eight of those games. Now, they're not as bad as Washington being... 44 and 80 and 86 but they aren't great and neither is Texas let's take a look at Baltimore at Baltimore they are in contention they are in the wild card contention area and yet they are actually trying to take over the Blue Jay side and with the double header on the Monday coming up and when we talk to you guys next, we'll have double the episodes coming on Wednesday and on Thursday.
Um, so we'll have some, we'll have more on that in our coming up on sports for beginners segment. But anyways, what do you think of the Orioles based on their record as they get set to prepare for when the Blue Jays are back in town at Camden Yard? Well, I think for the Jay, I mean, for the Orioles, it, this is going to be very interesting because the Orioles are actually playing very well right now. It, it, I mean, I feel it's up to the Blue Jays to be able to beat them. That's some great that's some great points there that you make. And um I agree with that. Um so once again, guys, as we await Thomas to join us here on the program, we will get back to this segment in a little bit. But right now, let's change the league right now and go on to what we are going to be going on in a little bit more detail on next Thursday's episode. As we are doing an emergency podcast for the NFL. Yes, an emergency podcast for the NFL. Speaking of, let's recap or let's get some post game reaction from the game on the Friday in the final preseason week of the NFL for the Buffalo Bills. So, Ali, the Buffalo Bills lose this matchup despite their wins against Denver and against Indianapolis. But they lose this game, not scoring any points, and not a lot of starters started for the Bills. As you as you would expect, they didn't start. They wouldn't start if you heard uh, Sean McDermott's uh, comments saying that he wasn't going to start as many starters. Um, so what is your take on the 21 to nothing loss to the Carolina Panthers as we get set for the regular season now and the Los Angeles Rams next Thursday at SoFi Stadium? Well, I think it's going to be very interesting, Scott. Um, the Bills, they, I don't think the, I don't feel the loss, the one, the loss, the one loss in the preseason is really going to impact because preseason games don't mean anything anyway. That they do, that they do not, they don't matter. So right, like right now you've got to be full speed ahead. You have to be full speed ahead right now when you're looking at the rosters and you want to be saying, okay, preseason does not matter. It is time to get set for our... Yes, it is time to get set for the game that matter, including next week, our first week of regular season football for the Buffalo Bills in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles against the Rams. 
I don't like, let's just look at it this way right now. It's only one loss of a game that does not matter. And we won two games and we won two games in the, in the preseason, but they don't matter either. So like now we got to look at games that do matter, starting with the Rams. Thomas has just joined us. So since we're talking football, let's get a look at one of the other preseason games of the final week of the preseason. And that is the Eagles taking on the Finns. So Thomas, since you joined us, we'll get your Blue Jays take a little later uh, in our show when we come back to that segment. But um, how do you feel about your Dolphins playing against the Eagles in not so much matter, not so much matter football in the preseason? And what do you think the objective is going into New England? Versus Dolphins in week one of the regular season of games that matter. Well, well, I mean it. Well, I mean it's a. Well, I mean it's a really, it's a really interesting uh, thing to look at because you look at uh, the AFC standings from previous seasons, and you just like. Maybe this is the year that the AFC North teams in the Buffalo Bills, Dolphins, uh, etc., have the year of the Super Bowl. And uh, I take a I take a look at um the performance from the performance from both teams, the Eagles and and the Dolphins uh, in the last preseason week game and I just look and I said well okay so it's like a win one lose one win the next game but they don't count so when I look at uh regular season which is happening yes fans I'm pretty sure my brother already mentioned this it is happening this week coming Week one begins on this on September eighth. Of course, you got the Bills. But all that aside, talking Dolphins here. All that aside, I think the Dolphins have a pretty good chance at coming out with a with playoff hopes. But it really d- depends on how the team performs and I'm not saying and I'm not saying to the Dolphin fans I'm not saying oh don't worry we got the Patriots don't worry we're we're not gonna we're not gonna lose to these guys so easily no I'm saying that you're gonna have uh in, in terms of baseball you're gonna have ups and downs every, throughout the season so you take a look at the win loss column. That was a pretty good game. If it if it did, if it mattered if it mattered to most people, and I'm sure it did. 
the Dolphins played must-see football in pre in preseason week three, and you look at you look at all the other teams who 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 won their matchups in the final week of the preseason, and you just wonder if they play must-see football. And if this was a regular season game, I'd say that was a pretty great start. And if we and if the Patriots do win or if the Patriots do get beaten by the Dolphins, I'd say that's pretty good feeling going up two and O on the season. But because we start with the Patriots and I know we're running out of time here, so I'll try and make it quick enough. I see this being a high scoring affair, so I'm going so I'm sticking with my Dolphins. In ter- in terms of picks, I'm sticking with the Dolphins for now. But I'll review my actual pick when we get to the picks segment. But I feel like if the Dolphins get out to a hot start, there's nothing stopping this team. And that that's it. Alright, so very quickly before we actually run out of time here and we're and we will have to take a break and we'll get to our final segment our our final segment which is talking nhl hockey and we'll have the coming up on sports for beginners the podcast segment as well it is time to get thomas's take on the upcoming road trip and the upcoming homestand again between the Blue Jays, Pittsburgh Pirates, Baltimore Orioles, and the Texas Rangers. So, Thomas, despite what you and I saw at Rogers Center, between the two victories, including that one that almost got rained out, even though we have a dome at Rogers Center on Tuesday night, despite the two victories against the Cubs and the loss, what do you see the Jays doing in the doubleheader on Labor Day when they start that Baltimore series after the Pirates weekend series begins on Friday? And what do you see based on the records of the Texas Rangers, Baltimore Orioles, and the Pittsburgh Pirates versus the Blue Jays as the Blue Jays well, set out well, well, to Pittsburgh? Well, 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 you and I, well, I, well, I talked with our family about this when we were when we were at the Rogers Center or leaving the Rogers Center the day of the first game. The Blue Jays snapped the three-game losing streak that was quote flush it down the toilet from the from the Angels, and I and I told you guys last week that it was going to be a tough homestand because. You got you are playing teams who should not be tough teams to beat in the in the regular season at this point of the season because you are you are already a playoff contender. But when you play like but when you play against teams like the Angels who swap us to three, the Angels are playing baseball right now and. If they were playing baseball, because a lot of people could say, oh, they weren't playing playoff baseball. What are you talking about? Hear this now. You saw how the Cubs games went. 
you saw how the Cubs made sure they stayed within they stayed within the game pushes. They got ahead early in all three games. Unfortunately, yesterday last night was the game that when they got ahead, they stayed ahead. And then you but then you go back to the games that the Blue Jays won. They came back because they realized you know, hey, if we don't get on, if we don't get atop these Cubs or the Angels in this case, they battled. They battled both the Angels and the and the Cubs, and they tried their they tried their best to keep the games more respectable. But let's move on to the road trip. Now, I mean, come on, you got Texas. Texas was a team you opened the season with. So that should be an interesting. So that should be an interesting series. I I say you take two or three in Texas because you're not because Texas is gonna let you take all three, especially since you're on the road. Pittsburgh, I think you have to win all three because, as mentioned with the Cubs and the Angels, you're playing against teams who are way out of a playoff spot. If the Blue Jays do not win against the Pirates, there's something wrong. And I wouldn't and we all and I bet you we all wonder what it could be. Lastly, it's the Orioles. We're playing a doubleheader and it starts Monday. So I'm not expecting high scoring affairs in Baltimore. What I am expecting though Especially since it's now school, it's school, it's a school week for Labor Day. What I am expecting is good baseball. I don't expect playoff baseball. I don't expect bad baseball. I expect good baseball from the Blue Jays. I don't think you take all four in Baltimore, but I will say that you probably take three, which is probably the lucky number they'll get. Now Tampa, I'll save it for I'll save it for another time, but here's what I will say. Tampa can be a little bit of a tricky one. So I say you take at least at least three out of the five. At least three out of five. If you could take four, that's perfect. Because then the fifth game doesn't matter unless you want to sweep the race, which is like, which is iconically the goal, when you got four games, but the Blue Jays have not been able to sweep somebody in four games, and they got sweep again way back when in the in in Seattle in four games. So if they can do what Seattle did to them when they were on the road to the Tampa Bay Rays and sweep the Tampa Bay Rays in five games, not 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 just four, but five. I see, I see, I see a playoff team that's ready for the playoffs, and that's their goal. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on the team. So, all right, so we are going to take a quick break. 
and we are going to be right back with how will every other NHL team do this season? Our predictions are coming up next on the podcast when we continue. And we'll wrap it up with coming up on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, where we will talk about what is coming up in the next two episodes. A reminder, we'll have two episodes, one on Wednesday and one on Thursday. And that one on Thursday is going to be a special one. Because we will be giving you our picks for week one of the NFL season before it kicks off that Thursday night at 8.20. We'll be right back. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke's Adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County by heading to BestBuy.ca. So act now, because this deal won't last long. And once they're gone, they're gone. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott McGregor. You can follow me on Facebook at my Facebook page. You can follow me at my Instagram page on Instagram, smc underscore 87 underscore. You can also follow me on Twitter at Scott McGregor number three. That's just the number three. No number sign. My friends will know or already have my email address. There is a podcast email still to be determined. So when that is determined, that will be made available to all of you who are listening on Spotify, Anchor Podcast, or wherever you or wherever you get your podcasts, if they are available. And speaking of which, uh, the podcast is available on Pocket Cast. Tune in and Apple Podcasts. Thomas is just about to join us here on the program, and it is time to get into how every other NHL team will do this season in the predictions. So, Ali, we're going to start with you, and then we will bring up other, and then each team that we go through and predict, we will we will make it at least three minutes or four minutes a segment for each team. 
So we're going to start with you, Ali, and I'm going to give you, to start us off, the Seattle Kraken. How do you think they're going to do this season, despite their opening season, not being too good or too great, but but decent enough, despite the way they came out in the preseason when they first joined the league? Well, I think um, it's hard to say how they'll do, but I feel they have a chance if they have the right pieces in place. I mean, um, because you have to credit them that, or give them some slack, because it was their first year, and to um, be able to uh you know now see if they can co- they can combine it here and see if they can step it up for next year right this year right all right thomas we're going to you next yet and the first team that we're going to have for you is the philadelphia flyers the former team that claude drew was on since he has now moved on to another team. So, how do you think the four? How do you think the four, How do you think the next team at to Pittsburgh matches up this season? Go coming out of not not mattering games preseason in the NHL this year. Well, I mean, we are, we are, we are, we, they are, they are going to begin their preseason schedule, but all that aside, I think after the preseason, the Flyers face a little bit more of a challenging, uh, season that they're, than they, than they, than they expected. Uh, give me a signal, pull up my, uh, little had some device here and talk about the flyers the fly but the flyers but the flyers are a team to be reckoned with i mean come on now they've they've had their chances to get the stanley cup they had their chances and they're and they just keep in my mind they keep improving Every single season, but uh, but as far as Claude Giroux goes, as far as he goes, I mean, I think, I mean, uh, Flyers fans, you could do whatever you want with me on this, but I think putting Claude Giroux now, now that I think of it out of a Flyers uniform might have been the worst or best mistake for their game. I say mistake because, let's be honest, he's been with the team for most of the postseason, most of the postseason Flyers seasons. And he's been quite, he's been the, he's been the guy that says, hey, if you want to win the cup, I want to win the cup, you want to win the cup, let's go for it, let's, play our best and 
see where it takes us. But it comes, but it comes back to trust. So I don't think the Flyers trusted Kludrow enough. And when it mattered, he tried to show up the best that he could, but he couldn't. But unfortunately, the best was not good enough. And so with the team that the Flyers have right now, in terms of regular season, I think. Now might be the time that say we don't have our best player, Claude Giroux. Because don't get me wrong, there are other players that are the best on the Flyers teams. But him, but with him, it's a different story. He's like the core energy of the Philadelphia of the Philadelphia Flyers, and when you don't have that core energy that he brings to the Flyers, you lose you lose games, you lose a season, and you lose and you lose you lose a bit of quite a fans that were fans of this guy and wanted to see him take the team to the Stanley Cup. Alright. So, so so we're gonna leave it there. I think the season so we're going to leave it there. Next on the All list right. here that we're going to talk about, um, we're going to come out of Pennsylvania and we're going to go to the Big Apple. So, so I'm going to take this one here. The Rangers. I predict that the Rangers will, will be aggress- an aggressive team. I don't know how far they'll go. But they will definitely be something, or they will definitely be a team that most teams in the most teams that we'll get to in later episodes as we continue to pump up to the preseason and then regular season. Um, they will be a team that is a force to be reckoned with. Again, I don't know how far they'll go, but they will be in the playoffs. And they may be a team that Toronto, Pittsburgh, or Carolina, or the Washington Capitals might ha- may have to deal with. Reminder to everybody, this segment will actually be three teams per myself, Ali, and Thomas for predictions. Uh, and any teams that we don't get to in our segment for this episode will be uh, recapped in another episode coming up after an emergency episode next week that will be coming up more on that when we get to our coming up on sports for beginners the podcast segment a little bit but let's continue on and we're going to stick in the east so ali the carolina hurricanes who also who now have claude Giroux. How do you think they match up this season? And how do you think they will do? Well, Claude Drew has been a... He's been a star. So, I... So, they'll be interesting to watch out for that team.
All right, so how far do you think they will go this season? Well, um, um, I think they'll be at least in the playoffs. All right, with that, again, we're sticking in the East here. So, Thomas, we will get to the Maple Leafs in a little bit, but sticking in the East here. How do you see the uh, how do you see the big bad bees in the Boston Bruins matching up this season, and how do you see them go about their season having lost Sidney O'Chara, having got a still got a few of their core guys? And bringing in some new guys coming out of the draft, going into the preseason, and then heading into this regular season. So just straight up, how do you think they do? Do they make the playoffs? And how do they match up? I think I think the Bruins have one of those See, we'll have one of those seasons this year where it's like, all right, we know we're an, we know we're an old team, but we've got a young group of guys and some veterans on the team that show us they they mean business. They got guys like they still got guys like. Actually, actually, I don't know. I don't really know if they have any veterans left, but. They, they, Boston knows they're an old team, but they keep playing like they're playoff contenders. So I see them, I see Boston going all the way this time, this year. Leaf fans, which we'll get into the Maple Leafs a little later. I know, I know this might sound weird coming from. A Maple Leaf fan such as myself, but I really do see if Boston performs the way I've said they will perform, like they performed season in, season out, if they're not a playoff team, whether they are a playoff team or not. I really do think that with the right tools, right game, and the right game, right amount, and the right amount of games that they play, they can be a playoff contender this year. All right. So, so that is my take on the Bruins. They they will become a playoff contender if they have the right games and the right times to win. All right. So with that, Ali has a Ali has two teams. Thomas has two teams. We'll get to their third team, which will be in the West. And, of course, my third team is coming up. But here is my second team. Now, and actually, Thomas will, one, one, Ali or Thomas will either have the Maple Leafs as their third team to recap here. 
But my second team that I'm looking at is the Ottawa Senators. They're coming off a bad season, but I think if they get the right tools, as Thomas mentioned, as Thomas mentioned when he's talking, when he was talking the Boston Bruins, they will be. Well, I mean, I see them making at least a bit of an impact. I don't see them getting too far if they make the playoffs. But I do see them getting that that uh, motivation to say, okay, if we want to win this whole thing, we got to go out every night and day to, to um, play our best hockey and show this show the league that we can be playoff contenders and possibly hoist Lord Stanley next season. I don't think that I don't I'll be shocked if they do. I'm not sure if they I'm under the words of not sure that they will make that happen. We'll have to wait and see. So Ali Let's get your thoughts in the West on one of the Alberta teams, Edmonton. What do you think of them? Mm, I don't see them being that great this year because I don't think they have really the pieces right now. All right, that was straight to the point. All right, so Thomas, and and Leaf fans, if you're listening, you've probably been waiting for this moment. So Thomas, how, as a Maple Leaf fan, do you see the Maple Leafs doing this season, and how do they match up against the other 32 NHL teams in this league? And before you do answer, just a reminder to everybody, if you saw one of our last episodes where we talked about the Leafs and how they match up, Ali and Thomas gave their take. I gave my take as well. And there was a, quite a and it was quite a conversation. So check that out. Even if you are going to be listening to this episode as well. But check that one out before you check this one out. So Thomas, here you go. Moment of truth. Even though we're okay, even though so, we're still going to be breaking it down as we're okay, as so, we enter the as we enter the preseason. Moment of truth. How do you think your Leafs and Ali's Leafs do this season, and where do you see them finishing on finishing the season based on the parts they have and things that we discussed in the last episode we did. When we talk leaves. You know, I don't see them. Unfortunately, they haven't really done enough to address making it past the second round. The first well now hold well now hold on now. Well now hold on now, Ali. We 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 made we made we made our we made our we made our takes on the Leafs here, but now here's 
here's how I see the Maple Leafs going this season. It it's 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 one of those seasons where it's like didn't win it last year, and you had that opportunity against Tampa to beat them and make it into the second round. But it's one of those seasons where it's like, okay, we have Stanley Cup players on our team, and they, and we're not sure how they're going to impact our the the Leafs team. I mean, you yet I'm mean, yes, you've got. Guys like Pierre Engvall still in the mix. You've got guys like David Camp. You've got Mitch Marner. You've got Matthews. You've got Tavares. But you've also got Pittsburgh Penguins goalie and Stanley Cup champion Matt Murray who, let's be honest, he didn't do very much as a Pittsburgh Penguin, but he, but, he, but he played it, but he got the win for the Penguins when it mattered for him to get the wins. So I don't, I don't see him being a potential base of the goaltending scenario for the Leafs in this season. But what I do see coming out of him is that there is a potential point he becomes available, and he does become the guy. I do see him bringing the Leafs to a Stanley Cup. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but like like you said, I do. I like you. I like yourself. Don't see them. I mean, I see them making the playoffs, but I don't see them going as far as at least the third round. If they make it past the first round, which is the narrative that we're, that they're trying to change, but make me eat my words and say we couldn't make we can't make it past the third round. What kind of Leaf fan are you? If you're saying we're only gonna make it past the first and second round, if they make me eat my words and they're in the conference final the... and they but... somehow manage to make it to the they somehow manage to make it to the Stanley Cup final, up I'll be I'll, I'll be looking at everybody and saying, "Wow, look who made me eat my words." The Leafs no, came but... out, they dominated, and here and here they are. But here's the thing, though, Thomas. We're going by. We're going. You know, my 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 perspective is going on based on the people that they the pieces they have, and. And Matt Murray is a prime example here. Right. Look at his performance in Ottawa last year. If that doesn't... And now, of course, it depends which Matt Murray they get. So I feel that this is where the problem is going to become for the team. And then again, as we mentioned okay, last so, week, it's going to come down to whether Kyle Dubas, his job is on the line here. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so let's so let's take a little bit of because we are talking leaps here. Let's take a little bit of a dive into the offense and defensive side of how the team will do. 
And let's start with our let's start with the defense. All right, so you've got TJ Brody. He wasn't he wasn't he wasn't as good as he as people thought he was last season, but it didn't matter. We made we made we made the playoffs, and of course we all lost to Tampa Bay. I'm not gonna jump on that because that was last season. We're all looking at news at the new season, but yes. TJ Brody did not perform at his best. At least I think he didn't perform at his best. But then you've got guys like uh, Jake Muzzin, Morgan Riley, who I, I, I personally think since we made the playoffs, I personally think they were they were uh, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, they yeah they didn't make as much plays as they as they could. Within the plus and the season of last year, but they did perform to the best of their ability, and that's and that's the most important thing when you, when you're playing with a team like the Leafs, you got to play to the best of your ability and make sure you win games that are meaningful. If they're not meaningful enough, then why are you even bothering to step up? We might be missing a couple of players. No, that but are, that's the that thing. Could be potential key you know, I mean, but again, Jack Campbell is a better goaltender than Matt Murray. All right. With that being I, said, I think I can jump. Up. Sorry, go ahead. Thomas. I think I can jump on that and say, yeah, Jack Campbell's a pretty good goalie, but like, but like, but like, but but like you said, Ali, it depends on what Matt Murray we get. If we get a mix of Matt Murray's, I think it's gonna come down. I think in the goaltending perspective, it's gonna come down to uh, Eric, Eric Calgan or some of the other goalies. That the Maple Leafs have as potential as potential faces of the goalie franchise for the Maple Leafs, but yeah, to finish it up, I do believe that if we kept up Jack Campbell, uh, Matt Murray would not be a conversation we'd be having right now. And I do think Jack Campbell is probably the better goalie, but if Matt Murray, like I said, comes out with whatever version he gives the Leafs, it's going to be an entertaining season. So we'll, we'll see where they all, we'll see, we'll see Leafs Nation and Ali, everybody of Leafs Nation. We'll see how the Leafs fare out. Make sure you keep it locked in and get your daily dose podcast. Of course, you have us to talk about the team on this podcast which for beginners, but make sure you keep it dialed in and grab the popcorn when the season starts and let us know what you think the Leafs will do and make sure you always tune in to Leafs Nation postgame after every game on the radio, Sportsnet 590, the fan. And uh, yeah, just to end it there, I think Jack Campbell might have been the best goalie for the Leafs. All right. 
So before we wrap it up, I am going to do the final predict of the day, and that is the other team in Alberta, the Calgary Flames. And I will keep it short and sweet here. I don't know how far they will go. They look like playoff material to me, but given things that were said in the Toronto discussion, I feel it's a wait and see for the team that Johnny Goudreau is on. However, here's how I see it. They are going to be they are going to be good, but I don't know how good they will be. With that, that wraps up this portion of how will the other NHL teams do this season and our predictions. And we are going to wrap up our show. Before we do that, though, here is a look at what is coming up on the podcast because it's time for coming up on the Sports for Beginners podcast segment. So coming up on the on the podcast, we are still working to try and get some people who are from the media area or if or or yeah, from the media area onto the podcast. We will be working around to try and get some of those. But next Thursday, when we next record. Because we actually won't be recording on thir- on Wednesday, um, we but we will record on Thursday as per scheduled. We will be recording again in this podcast on Thursday. So for Thursday's episode, it is an emergency podcast episode. Yes, an emergency podcast episode. We will talk some baseball if we can get it in, but. Football fans, Bills fans, Dolphins fans, every fan of the NFL, you don't want to miss this. We will give you our picks for week one of the NFL regular season. That's going to do it for this podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Scott McGregor. I am Thomas McGregor. And he is Ali Musa. And I am Ali Musa. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. It's always a pleasure to talk with these guys. And that is, again, that is going to do it for this episode of the Sports for Beginners podcast. It's episode three. It will be available as soon as we are done this recording and as soon as we've worked out all the productions. If it is not available tonight, it will be available before the Blue Jays get set to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates and open up their road trip series that will end in Texas. When we talk to you next, it will be when we talk to you next, it will be after or during the road trip between the Blue Jays or for the Blue Jays 
as they move on to their next homestand. But that's going to do it for the podcast today. Got some NFL talk coming your way next week as we get set for the season. And with that, we will see you next week right here in Sports for Beginners. Have a great week, everybody. Bye for now.